MSNBC article goes on to claim that online fitness chats have been used to lure young men into fascism. That's right. Go to a fitness chat room, become a Nazi. So careful kids, you know what they're saying. Nordatrack is for neo-Nazis, MMA is for the KKK, and bench press is for bigots. You get the picture. I hate the fact that it's cool to be black these days. Good. I hate this hip-hop fucking influence on white fucking suburbia. Good. And I hate Tabitha Soren and all her Zionist MTV fucking pigs telling us we should get along. Save the rhetorical bullshit, Hillary Rodham Clinton, because it ain't gonna fucking happen. Open our eyes. Every night, thousands of these parasites stream across the border. Over two million illegal immigrants bedding down in this state tonight. million dollars just to lock up a bunch of illegal immigrants, criminals. There's nothing funny going on here. This is about your life and mine. Statue of Liberty, it says, give me your tired, you're hungry, you're poor. Well, it's Americans who are tired and hungry and poor. And I say until you take care of that, close the fucking book. going on and I don't see anybody doing anything about it. And it fucking pisses me off. This isn't our fucking neighborhood. It's a battlefield. Do something about it? Oh, oh yeah. yeah! Goddamn right! Yeah.
Good motherfucking evening, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Eagle's Nest. I hope you guys have all had a great week. It's the fucking weekend, family. We made it. <laughs> we made it through a fucking another one. Uh, I had a great fucking uh, easy fucking day at work today. But before we get into me and my narcissistic ass talking about myself with me tonight and for the foreseeable future, motherfucking Akila. What's up, bub? Are you there? What's up, brother? I'm here. Hey man, thanks here. for coming on, man. I'm glad to have you here on board, man. I think this is gonna be a real this is gonna be a good thing, man. Uh, Thank you my, for having me, man. Super fired oh, up. Oh, hundred percent, man. I looks like my shit is real low. Chat, am I low? Is my shit coming in low? Oh, here we go. I see what's wrong. I see what's wrong. Sorry guys. Let me let me doctor my shit real quick. Check, 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 check. There we go. Better. Much better. All right. Anyways, how's everybody doing tonight? Mel, what's up, sis? How you doing? Yes, this is the secret Duganist chat. We are all <laughs> Eurasianists. <laughs> we want America to be taken over by half Mongol fucking Eurasians. Uh, and that's the true ethno state. Y'all ain't know? <laughs> that's the true fucking <laughs> ethno state. <laughs> Fuck out of here. We're actually going to touch on that a little bit tonight, too. We're going to uh, touch on uh, people's uh, ideological ignorance. And kind of the distinctions between um, fascism and, and communism and, and why there is such a distinction and an important distinction to be made between Marxism and fascism. Well, we talked about it a little bit last night with White Tuber. It was a great show. If nobody's seen that, I'm sure he's got the replay up on his page. If it, nobody watched the show on White Tuber's channel last night, you should really go watch it. Uh, we dispelled quite a few myths on that show, and uh, it was fucking fun and hilarious, too. We also got into some, some shit posting, as always. Uh, Very nice. But yeah, man, thank you all for being here tonight. I just had to refresh, so now let me see. What's up, Mises? What's up, fam? Thank you for being here. Chihuahua, what's up, Bubba? Um, Night Nation Re Review, what's up, Bub? How are you? Brandon the Great, Pagan Bear, what's up, fellas? How y'all doing? Einstein's grouping, what's up, buddy? Uh, who we got here? Rock, what's up, Bub? Brandon, did I already say what's up to you? Brandon, what's up, brother? Uh, Brandon says, I was thinking of applying for a handicap placard. I was going to say I suffer, <laughs> I was gonna say I suffer from Duganism. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Asians are like half retarded. We're also going to talk about that tonight, too. In the car, Some bizarre... in the car they're all retarded. <laughs> straight, up. Yeah. <laughs> straight up straight up full fucking retard. retard uh i actually stumbled <laughs> upon 
what we're going to talk about tonight. I actually think I lied to WhiteTuber and them unintentionally. Uh, so I listen to a lot of uh, podcasts from our enemies, right? Uh, hold on real quick. I'm, I'm being an asshole. Tom Boy, what's up? Robert Pyle, what's up, bub? Uh, who else we got here? Zephyr, what's up, fam? Northrike, what's up, fam? Uh, I think we got Pagan Bear. Noel Gold, what's up, bub? Tipsy, what's up, brother? Thanks for being here, man. I hope everything's good with you guys. All my uh, upside-down brethren. <laughs> oh, yeah, and if you guys see that down there, if you see the, I got the Kofi back up and running, and uh, I'm pretty sure I have it set up to where it says nigger <laughs> every time somebody <laughs> donates. I'm not real sure. Let me fix that. <laughs> I think that's how it's all working here. Let me fix that. It's all fucked up. It's all some, fucked up. Some, some baked Alaska IRL vibes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean. A little, a little old. We, we we can do we can uh we can let our chat thing say nigger without harassing old white women at the grocery store, right? <laughs> Disrespecting yeah. fucking elderly and letting niggers beat up. Fuck. Listen here, man. I'm sorry. Maybe I'm a cuck. Maybe I'm a cuck for this, right? But I don't give a fuck if it's a white dyke or not. If I see a nigger beating up on a white woman, I'm not gonna worry about her sexuality till after the fact. You know what I mean? I watched Baked Alaska let a nigger from his tour bus beat the fuck out of two white lesbians. Beat the fuck out of them. He's like sitting there screaming, content! That guy's a fucking worm. Anyhow. Yeah. Uh, he's a piece of shit. Um, is it buffering, guys? This time it's not on my end. You know, I'm always honest with you guys when I'm having trouble. Uh, stream quality good, zero drop frames. We're good. I'm only at 7.5 CPU usage. We're rocking and rolling on my end, guys. So if it is fucking up, that's from what I understand, that's been a thing here on Odyssey here recently. Uh Brandon the Great says Church of Fast. <laughs> it's not the Church of Fastcroft, guys. We're all just buddies here, man. Uh I am no uh I am no pastor, but I appreciate the sentiment, brother, and thank you for being here. Uh yeah, I think that's it. I think that's everybody. All right, man. Now I've got myself all off track and what we were talking about. What were we talking about, brother? I just want to say what's up to everybody. Yeah, we were on about uh, communism and fascism. Oh, China. yeah, yeah. Guangxi massacre. Well, yeah, that's that's like the, everything we're going to be talking about tonight. Yeah, um, I had something else I was on about before that. Oh, my bad. No, you're fine. I'm like I'm uh, <laughs> so absent-minded. I'm like that, man. My mind. Uh, oh, well, we were talking. We were shitting on Baker Alaska a little bit, which is always fun. But before that, you were talking about. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter. Really. <laughs> it doesn't really matter. It's all bullshit in here. Just fucking shooting the shit. Uh, that's it. Yeah, that's it, huh? Niggas can beat up Mongols. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. The Mongols are some pretty rough, rough motherfucking customers, bro. Yeah, they can uh, collectivize. They can organize. Niggas can't fight like in in organized groups. They fight in groups, but not in organized groups. Well, and they're they're so savage, right? Like that's the thing about uh, the Chinese and 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 the and the Russians and on all these Asians. We're gonna get into some Chinese um, uh, evil tonight. But before we do that, this is what I wanted to get on about, uh, guys. If you have been following my Telegram for a while, you'll remember a while back when I admittedly admittedly have fallen off you know there's a weird thing that happened um and i haven't uh well much love to you uh as well no thank you um 
I haven't said anything about it because I don't want everybody to like lose their fucking top and think I'm like buying into COVID shit or anything like that. But there was a series of events that happened to me since about September, or actually about J- 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 August, about August of last year. So right at the end of June, we found out my mom was sick with the liver cancer. Actually, no, yes, yes, right at the end of June, we found out mom was sick with the liver cancer. Then I got COVID and was sick as a, well, I wasn't really, I was like sick as a dog for like three days. And then I was just like lethargic as fuck. Like I had zero energy. Right. And then, um, in September, my dad died of COVID. (laughs) Well, at least that's what they said. Right. Uh, and then like in November, we all got sick again. You know what I mean? So it was just like, bang, 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 bang. And I just still haven't been able to recover my fucking energy, bro. Right, like my energy doesn't exist. I'm uh, like running off on, on a half a tank all the fucking time. Uh, so I admittedly haven't been working out as much as I used. To. I used to work out fucking at least at least four days a week. I was in the boxing gym Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and then I was hitting the uh, actual lifting gym, the gym, anytime in there when I could. Right between those days, uh, yeah, you were to- on. You were doing good. I was doing great, man. Uh, I had lost like over, like almost 50 pounds, over 40 pounds, almost 50 pounds. I was looking fucking great, dude. Uh, And I have fallen off. But anyhow, what I'm getting at is back when I was working out a lot, uh, I was sharing these posts about making yourself strong, uh, being prepared. And, And a lot of people took this the wrong way. Actually, a lot of people thought I was like calling for violence. And I've never done that. I wouldn't ever do that. Well, actually, that's not true. I did kind of do that. In the Rittenhouse celebration show, I said some wild shit, but I was drunk, so forgive me. Uh, <laughs> um, I was saying that, that we as white men should prepare ourselves and make ourselves capable of violence, right? Not going out and committing acts of violence, not going out and being violent douchebags, but making yourselves capable of violence if that situation arises. Because as I spoke about before, a nigger will turn an innocuous situation into a life-threatening fucking uh, event, right? They will, t- they will take a-, a brush against a shoulder in a crowded room as a, as a challenge, and, they- and now you're in a fight to the death with the nigger, right, over something innocuous. They will... Um, uh, nonverbal communication is some of the most important communication that you can develop right and niggers like it or not are good at nonverbal communication they're not book smart they're not smart people but they do know how to uh maneuver through social situations and when the nigger sees that you are not confident and that you see and that you have a little bit of reservation when they press you they will press harder right you have to have the confidence to push back on these niggers you have to have the confidence that you can protect yourself, your wife, your kid in a situation where things are going to turn violent with outside of your control. Right. Um, so I told people for, <clears throat> for God, I mean, that's really been, even when I first started streaming those, that was the, the, the angle that I took that the active club was the way forward. Right. Getting groups of your brothers together, getting yourselves in physical in shape physically, uh, learning how to box, um, grappling with each other, training, right, and building those bonds together through struggle and adversity and uh, attrition. Uh, now, man, hold on just a second. We're talking about active clubs. Don't let me forget that. So, Chad, I see. Uh, 
a lot of people leaving. Is the fucking stream buffering really bad? That's still, that's not on my end, man. That's just Odyssey. I don't know what to do about that. I really don't know what to do with that, about that. Um, sorry, guys. Uh, do me a favor, guys, and jump over to someone else's stream real fast, if somebody would. And tell me if it's buffering everywhere, because my shit is fine. Uh, I got all green bars, 7.4 CPU, 30 frames per second, 3 point, yeah, we're good on my end. Uh, I actually might be able to do that, guys. I would have to kill this stream, though. Like, I don't have a way to, ooh, maybe I do. Okay, pause, guys. Let me, uh, give me just a second. I mean, I'll be here talking, but let me see if I can't make this happen real quick. I used to have this. I don't think it will let me, though. Because I still haven't. Let me see something real quick. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to see if I can pull this off. I don't think I'm going to be able to. I don't think I have the restream to be able to. Uh, do this. I will by next week, though. I'm about to buy this version of restream. Yeah, this isn't something I'm going to be able to do on the fly like that. Sorry, guys. No, um, no, there's nothing I can do really for the to to fix this shit, guys. I'm sorry. Um, I just have to tough it out, see if it gets any better. Uh, the only way I could do that would be to, I mean, I could kill the stream, and we could do it on D Live, but there will be no chat. All right, so I don't know what the fuck to do. I don't know what to do about it, fam. I don't know what the fuck to do about it. So we're just going to fuck What's up, Akilah? Is anybody missioning over to, uh, somewhere else on Odyssey to find out for us? Yeah, they said Americana was streaming earlier, and it was fucking up on them, too. So Okay. Yeah, it's a thing with... Um... Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm thinking, Mel. What right, North right? the problem is, like, if I do it on DLive, I'll have to end this show here. This chat won't be open anymore, right? This chat will die because I'll have to end this show because I don't have the uh, paid version of Restream. And you have to have the paid version of Restream to use a custom RMTP or RTMP or whatever the fuck it is. So, yeah. Not until after this week. Buffering bad this morning for... Okay, so we're just gonna ride with it, guys. I'm sorry. Uh, hopefully, it gets better. Yep. Um, no problem. <clears throat> yeah. Anyhow, like I was saying, I think the Active Club is the way forward, man. And um, like I said in those posts, Jews fear strong, united white men. Get active and make them fucking fear you. And now, what do we have coming out here? Uh, Akila sent me this. We'll go ahead and pull this up. 
<clears throat> this is from uh oh no has that been deleted no i'll just go grab it out of i'll grab it out of it's acting weird in my notes here we go Hope not. Is that was that a hope not hate article you sent me, bro? Right? Yeah, yeah, that's it. So hope not hate dot org dropped uh, like a twenty twenty two annual report, a uh, hundred fifty page like PDF off their website, and then they they have it on the website itself too. Um, you got to go in the PDF to see a little bit more of what what they put in about fastest fitness specifically. But um, yeah, they had a few other people in there that are sort of associated with us and and that so um you can you can see it all in there um, yeah we got it up on the screen yeah. right now i'm going to 90 right that's where we were at page 90 yeah 90 yeah 92 92's got me <laughs> yeah so I, i'm immortalized i feel i feel great about that that's better for me than like getting on muscle and fitness or something like that <laughs> yeah i know shit right 100 percent. yeah yeah so it, here we go great. This is from Hope Not Hate. You guys will notice the the um, video that I played at the beginning was some faggot from Fox News. Apparently, everybody knew who he was. A bunch of people in the chat were calling him a faggot. I don't even know yeah, who he Jesse is. Waters. Jeffrey Wa Waters. Jesse Waters. Uh, yeah. But you've seen him talking uh, on Fox fucking news about fascist fitness and uh, these fitness groups coming up and uh, spreading Nazi ideology or whatever the fuck that fucking possible and likely Jew said but here we go from hope not hate patrick herman herman sasson herman sasson whatever the fuck that is charts the growth of fascist fitness groups fitness advice is growing is a growing focus for the far right far right in britain and internationally the fitness subculture is a potential entryway into far right groups and radicalization while once a staple of 4chan's poll board more recently, explicit, explicit fascist British fitness groups have grown in popularity on chat app Telegram, and active com communities have sprung up focused on the topic. Some of the largest and directly connected to Britain's largest extreme right group, Patriot Alternative, Patriotic Alternative. Uh, is that true? Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. Well, the reason I asked, I didn't think that it was not, the reason I asked is these fucking retards fuck up all the time. Like, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. a while back, they had an article, I think it was actually like the ADL, maybe, that, or maybe it was like uh, Southern Poverty Law Center, had a fucking article out where they said that uh, Andrew Anglin and the guys at the Daily Stormer were setting up local meetups called pool parties. <laughs> it said that in the fucking article so i just got to make sure yeah. that they're fucking well, right not just saying shit I mean, yeah i mean they're 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 i mean the guys that started are in the uk let's put it that way so whoever they're associated with they're making those associations uh so i'm saying yes but it's like it's loose right like it's like you know who you know without being too doxy it's like who who are they gonna pin it on well they don't really know they just they, they you know these fools come in our chat then pull out, try to pull out narratives, and they end up, you know, fumbling it and sounding dumb. So it's funny. Yeah, a hundred percent. Renunciation says being healthy is bad now. Ridiculous. Well, yeah, bro. That's the thing. Like in the new Jew world order, it is a it is a culture of worshiping broken broken people. Right. Uh, Mike and them have talked about this before on the show. It's actually where I first heard the term, uh, the worship of the broken. 
that's what you have here, right? To be to be in good shape, to be healthy, to be fit, to be heterosexual, to have a healthy family, to be spiritually healthy, to be a good Christian, or even at least striving to be a good Christian, right? Because we're all fall short of the glory of God, right? We're all pitiful sinners. We know that, right? We are going to sin, but at least trying to be a good Christian. Those things are abominations in the Jew world order. Those are abominations in the beast system. We got we to gotta remember, this world is run by dark forces, right? This world is run by the forces of evil. I A lot of people will say um, that, uh, you know, Satan runs the world, and of course he does, but I think specifically right now, if you know, like, uh, and I'm sure you probably know this, Akilah, but if you know some of the more, like, esoteric Christianity, some of the more Christian mysticism type of shit, there are seven princes of hell, right? And if you pay attention to the attributes of those princes of hell, and you pay attention to what's going on in the world around us right now, I think Belphegor is reigning right now, right? That's just my personal, like, esoteric religious take. But um, in a society like that, where you are ruled by the profane, the beautiful is a sin, right? The beautiful is ugly, right? And that's exactly what this, this uh, beast system wants, right? They want everybody fat, and sick, right? They want you just close enough to death that you have to spend all of your money on healthcare, but the and, and keep you alive long enough to bleed you fucking dry, right? They want you sick and unhealthy, one hundred percent. That's right. No, it's absolutely the case. I mean, um, it, 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 the the line in the article beside my picture is violence and brotherhood. So they take my physique and they associate it with. Uh, uh, a negative association with violence, as you say, I'm, I've never called for violence and and something positive like brotherhood, and they want to spin it into something negative, right? Um, and so the idea is 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 to you know attack if 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 something is beautiful and it's not sexualized or degraded, you attack it, right? So a strong yep. man and a strong physique, right? That that represents something that's not something degenerate is going to be attacked and it's systematized they have a way of of doing it out in the world so you know esotericism is is great right and and the the take is is most likely accurate um with what you're saying that's the first time i heard of 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 that to be honest but so i've kind of stepped away from all of that right i used to be heavily into that stuff and i i I kind of traded it off because I, i um for more pragmatic approaches i won't get into all of that me having traded that off but uh, more pragmatic approaches, I think, are relevant, and because why? Because they have pragmatic approaches, and their approaches are rooted in their esotericism and their their occultism, and their you know it, whether or not people you know the demiurge uh, is in is in control. You know, uh, Jews definitely are, are. You know, synagogue of Satan is the enemy, right? So it's it, it's it's seen one way or the other, and and they're they're doing it, and then they hate beautiful things. When they systematize it, I, my post today on fascist fitness, since we're talking about that, was um, was was my, is physique Friday, right? So we're posting, right? So yeah. it was myself, and I, I put a picture of the cover of the authoritarian personality, right? Which is a book by Adorno and a bunch of other yeah. kikes, it, right? Yeah. We all kind of know about that, right? And that, that that's one of the ways that they systematize this against us, and they've been doing this for you know that's a hundred years now, right? So um, you know a lot of boomers don't understand that that happened to them. <clears throat> You know, and that 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 impacts them a lot. They don't want to stick up for themselves because of it. You know, yeah, so they've it's been nice psyop- to see guys getting 
hundred percent. They've been psyoped. You're absolutely fucking right. Um, but to go back to what they were saying about violence and brotherhood, I mean, not to be too like edge lordy, but like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. like, yeah. A, that's a I mean, that's a we have it's to. Like yeah, we Sorry. have to. Uh, no, you're good, brother. We have to um, remove this aversion to the word violence, right? The, they use the word violence against us the same way they use, like, nigger against us, right? They try to make it this unusable term, this thing we are supposed to say so far away from and so far removed from. We have to accept violence as, like, a fact of life, right? Mm. We have to accept that. And, and making yourself prepared to react to a violent situation is like tantamount to your survival right that is something you absolutely should be doing 100 percent. and they don't want you doing that they want you weak and feeble and sick and fat and unable to fucking jog a block you know what i mean they laugh and they laugh jews sit back i guarantee you that Jews, like when they go over to each other's house, like the other day I had some of the guys from the pool party over here. We were just hanging out, right? Just just hanging out. I bet you Jews sit around and watch like doomsday prepper shows and laugh. They just sit there and laugh. Like, what is this? This guy weighs 300 pounds. What the fuck is he going to do with all that shit, right? He couldn't, he literally, he couldn't even carry all of his shit to his truck and load it up without needing a nap. Right, like it's fucking ridiculous. You have to get into shape, and when you work out with guys like this, when you're sparring, you're working out, you're you're going and out and doing things together. You're going on these long hikes, hard hikes, right? Hikes that actually test you, right? That fucking challenge you. You build camaraderie more so than you ever will on the internet, for sure. But also, yeah. just like sitting around and hanging. I don't know, like drinking beers, right? You build brotherhood through struggle uh, far faster and far the the bond is far deeper than it will ever be through uh, material or hedonistic means, right? Like, Absolutely, absolutely, and it's entirely natural. Young boys do this right away when they start getting any any group of young boys that's around each other. They start participating in this right away, and it's it's play, you know, and 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 um. Specifically with white children, you see it uh, playing out in in very healthy ways with with little boys. And and um, as you grow into men, you know it's supposed to continue and be part of the culture and develop into something that 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 follows you right into adulthood. Right? Like I come from my family's athletes and stuff, so I never consider not being that way. And it's like as you grow through the world, then you start to realize that people don't like you because of it, or 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 they respond to you. So it's a, it's like a punching up in the natural law hierarchy that they're that they're conditioned to do. Right, they they see somebody that that intimidates them, a large or whatever the the aesthetic might be, and they and they get they get they they want to attack it, right? They they want to punch up because they they're enabled to, they're incentivized to do that. Um, and so it's a meme, like violence and brotherhood is a meme, but it's also not a meme, right? So that Jesse Waters line, uh, where he he was kind of encouraging us, right? Like saying it's 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 it, it, the the left is stupid, right? These these groups are stupid. It's just exercise. So if you exercise, you're a Nazi, like wow dumb right so good good for him but then what he doesn't realize is that those things are also natural normal part of our culture that they're demonizing um and and it's racial ultimately right and 100%. and so the, the notions that are around it are are are, are um like violence and brotherhood Th- these things are just natural and normal and so 
you know, when we when we demonize it this way, it's just silly. So for me, I'm like excited to be associated with that because I know it's not what they say it is. You know, yeah, one hundred percent, yeah. And and here's the deal: everybody else gets that too. And now it's funny because they it's almost like uh, they don't get it right now. People are going to be more interested in 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 fascist fitness forever. I mean, like. It was like a niche thing, right? Nobody had heard of it except for like us, right? Our guys. I mean, which is our thing. Here's what people don't understand is our thing is huge, right? So a lot of times we don't realize that some, like in a lot of ways we are in a niche thing. Our niche thing is just gigantic. There are millions of yep. us, right? There are millions of fascists and national socialists out there. Millions. We just have to come together. We just have to come together. We got to stop the petty shit. We have to stop letting petty ideological differences get in the way of the of the of the broader goal that we have here which is the survival of our entire the survival of the history of the world right let's be real here that's what it is i mean more so i mean obviously our blood and our lineage is is of the utmost importance right for sure it's it's at the top of the list there but coming in a close second is the entire history of the world is because of us Right, the entire history of the world stands to fall if 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 we don't win. But which, like I've said before, it's uh, in my opinion, it's providence. Uh, it, it this is already written, and we will win. So it's one yeah. of those kind of things. But um, yeah. uh oh, we got F's in the chat. We got F's in the chat. F's in the chat. The stream's falling. Is it? Let me reset here. Just to continue, I suppose. Yeah, take off, brother. Yeah, you know, if you think about the the tragedy of the fire at the library at Alexandria, right? The loss of all of the summation of culture up until that point. And, and if you think back, I, I remember learning that as a child and being rather upset by it. Um, and... So it's a perpetuation of this. It's like a like a global version of this. It's that times a lot, times you know ten or a million or whatever, a exponential version of of that same sort of thing that's they feeling. That's a very black pilled thing for me to say, but it's just something we need to fight against. It means you know that you have to push back against it. And when we're just being ourselves, what our natural inclinations are to express ourselves physically and 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 learn and and read and and be with our brothers and build our families. These are natural things, normal things, and going out and doing that and making it uh, dissident, making it um, uh, attractive to people that want to want to want to, uh, you know, develop their identity, right? So it's it, so I, I hate to use these terms, but it ends up being cool, right? Three lifestyle and stuff like that. What Rondo does, and, no, and it what, what don't try to don't. promote. It's cool. And it, it's going to get into the mainstream because of that, right? We're able to influence pop culture. That's the whole goal, right? Is to have eyes on us. Uh, eyes on, on on the ones of us right that's what you guys do in podcasting ears and eyes uh, and so it's it's eyes on us as we build what we need to build and encourage what we need to encourage to move our people forward right so it's good it's good and healthy like uh even things like like uh, no face nate all that kind of any anything that 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 that's that that's aesthetically pleasing r regardless of like preferences right um get it out there let it no dude don't be don't hate to use words like cool and shit because that's what we have to do. I don't know how many times I've talked about this. And it was a statement that Rob made about rap music, about like Mr. Bond and, and NS rap music. Uh, or actually, it was a statement made to 
Rob Rundo. I'm sorry. He was just talking about it when he was at Sword and Shield Festival. He was talking to one of the guys there, and he was kind of like asking you, know, like, why is there like these like what rap groups here? Like, what are we doing? Like, what's that about? And the guy told him very simply, like, yeah, hey, nobody here really gives a shit or likes rap, but that's what the kids listen to now. And we have to reach the youth where they are. We have to appeal. Like, I'm sorry, but you're not really going to attract a bunch of Zoomers with, like, lame suit and tie shit, right? You have to. I mean, you can. A certain percentage of them, right? You always get, like, the nerds and the really, uh, you know, intellectual and erudite types. But you're not going to get the rough and tumble youth like you need. They're going to go to groups like, check this out. I was just having this conversation with my guys because we were talking about uh, NS131, the NS131 guys. And I told them, like, hey, dude, that's the way. That's what people want to see. People, I mean, like it or not, people love to see white men standing up and cracking fucking commies' heads. They like it. Why do you think the Proud Boys got so big? The Proud Boys didn't get popular for naming breakfast cereals and getting punched. That's not why they got popular. They didn't get popular for, like, screaming Uhuru and reading from the Death of the West. They got popular by going out and smashing fucking commies. And that's why NS131 is blowing the fuck up right now. Uh, One second, real quick. And here we are. What's up, Bubba? Good to see you, man. Uh, it's good to see you back in the chat. Thanks for stopping in, brother. But yeah, that's the way, guys. People like to see that shit. Did you see the fucking response that the NS131 guys got at the St. Paddy's Day Parade? Oh, I my didn't. God. You haven't seen this? No, they love him or what? Oh my God! Just smoking hot women coming up and talking to him. A dude with his son like walks up and gives him this big fucking hug and is like shaking his hand. They're talking to old women. They're standing at the St. Patty's Day parade with big fucking uh, what's the cross with the circle in it? There's a a name for it and I don't know it. But the Celtic, the Celtic cross is that the Celtic cross? Okay, so yeah, yeah, they're standing there with the Celtic cross sign. And their fucking skull mask on the side. They're fucking uh, screaming at the cops, saying like pigs in a bread blanket, fry them like yeah, bacon, and that squeaking so at them and shit. We 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 and people fucking loved it. The 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 the, the 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 actual parade that was coming down the other side of the street were like chanting back and forth with them, like yeah, like yeah, dude. Man. They were fucking. They had these fucking uh, big banners that say "Keep Boston Irish," and people were fucking going yeah. fucking ape shit. It was beautiful because people liked that shit. You know what I mean? That's you can't really... Heart, dude, it was a fucking... It did me, too. When I seen the reaction that that guy with that little boy had, it did. It gave me, it, it like gave me a lump in my throat because I understood, right? He was telling them, thank you. Thank you for yeah, being man. here and doing what you're doing because my fucking son's future relies on guys like you. Yeah, man. That, yeah, that just makes my heart sore. Like that's that's my like, that's my culture. You know, I'm an Irish kid, and and I got family in Boston and things like that. And uh, so in America, that's the only place I ever really been. And and I love seeing those guys around New England and doing what they do. Like I got a few homies uh, that that are that are with them, and it's just dude, like I I just love it. And and I'm not trying like you know how we're speaking on on on. on I, I like what a lot of other groups are doing. The equivalent groups, you know. Uh, no, yeah, for they, sure. They're doing good things, but man, NSC like put the spotlight on those guys, man. Wow, they do it. They do it great. And then, so if they're pissing off people like Dropkick Murphys, I'm pretty happy about that. Fuck yeah, they're doing guys. their fucking job. Yeah, fuck those faggots. Exactly, dude. One hundred percent, dude. Uh, yeah. so you'll have to probably watch this on the replay. But let me see if I can find this for you real quick, bro, because this is fucking amazing. Uh, I think it'll probably be here. 
here maybe. Uh, man, where the I'll fuck go, I'll is find it? it, man. I'll, I'll take it. I'll find it for sure. Yeah, dude, you have to find the St. Patrick's Day uh, march from the NS131, guys. It was fucking amazing. It it literally does, like, uh, warm your I'm heart, getting, right? I'm getting fired up just having you tell me about it, man. It's amazing. I, I've been off Telegram, right? I, I, I busted my phone. So I was away. I took a long break. Now, then I came back with a nice, fancy phone. So uh, oh, I'm watching all kinds of videos. This is pissing me off now. <laughs> Why can't I find this fucking thing? I just used it like, what, Tuesday? I just used the fucking thing and nobody could see it because uh, the shit was uh, like glitching out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe, it, maybe it made it into here. Yeah, no, man. Um, those guys, like they've been, they do it right. You know, they go to the right places. They, 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 they do school board meetings, um, you know, they, they're just thinking well about it and they're not afraid. And that's important, you know, and, and, and so the one thing that concerns me, man, and not to get into a big thing about this, but the one thing that concerns me when, when, when we start to get a lot of um, attention, even just like the fascist fitness thing, like being on, on uh, Fox News and that, it's like NSC, um, you know, kind of doing what they do without like necessarily, like people will say, oh, you're, you're not getting in trouble, right? You're not getting in trouble, you're a fed. Right. You go on Fox News, you're feds. That's a gay op whatever. Right. It's like people start throwing this around as soon as people start to get like kind of successful, stick their neck up, you know. And so it's like, bro, that's that's jealousy. I, I just hope that people just keep going. Yeah. We just got to keep going. Jealousy. It stops a lot. Yeah. I just had this conversation. I was just talking about this last night with white tuber and them. A lot of these people uh, that do these things that start attacking guys and doing weird shit like that. They see themselves becoming irrelevant. So they have to lash out and try to and try to insert themselves into the actions of someone who is rising and try to belittle them to make themselves relevant again, right? You know what it reminds me of? Have you ever met the guy who is a is a total fucking bum with women? He can't get laid to save his fucking life. But every time a woman comes around, he like fucking uh starts overplaying his hand. He like starts talking shit. About other guys, like, start shitting on his buddies, being rude, right? right. And just, you know the kind of guy I'm talking about? Yeah, These... Jeremy McKenzie from Plaid Army. Just a little, that's a little Canada drama for you. Jeremy, the guy <laughs> you just described is, is that fucking dude called a raging dissident. Fuck that dude. He's exactly like what you just said, man. He's a little fucking yeah. twerp, and he does that shit exactly. Fuck yeah, you, these are insecure, people. narcissistic people yeah. that, that behave like that, right? Uh, some drama. Some that drama. I've been watching too much Kino Casino, man. Sorry. <laughs> but here we go. This is to put a <laughs> bro. I don't give a fuck. I really don't. I don't give a fuck, man. They can Just be the mad. The they can be fucking mad, huh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh. So here, in this the next part of this, and then we'll we'll, we'll probably go on to the next thing because I do want to touch on one more thing before we go to break, uh, and then on the other side we're gonna do the fascism and and Chinese shit. Uh, it says, defend your race, defend your land, achieve immortality. Ready to, ready to join the SS, writes one anonymous user after posing a shirtless picture of himself in the gym. In the gym mirror, I'm sorry. Other posts detail workout plans alongside questions on how to make improvements. One man posts picture after picture of himself saying, currently weights 279. In total, I've lost 25 pounds. Receives encouraging responses from other members, including Never Stop, Sieg Heil. How fucking evil, right? How fucking evil. 
But this uh this right here, uh this ready to join the SS, <clears throat> although this wasn't what this guy was saying, it reminded me of a of a an event that I was at. I won't talk too much more about it, but I was at an event one time with some Patriot Front guys, and there was a guy there from Patriot Front, and he said something that I'll always fucking remember. There were two things that, that were said at that uh Patriot Front, uh well it wasn't a Patriot Front thing, but by guys in Patriot Front while I was there that, that stuck with me, and I'll always remember. Um, this particular thing the guy said was, you know, you'll always hear or you always see these guys online fantasizing about marching with the brown shirts, fantasizing about being with Mussolini and the black shirts. And there are guys out here doing that right fucking now. And all they can do is shit on them and call them Jews and feds. Right. These people aren't serious. These are not serious people. These are cowards who want to be edgelords on the Internet. And he was right. He was 100 percent right. That's right. Uh, so yeah, what what I'm getting at there is like, dude, there are avenues out there for you to. I mean, obviously, we're not in Germany or Italy in the 1930s, right, or 20s. That's obvious. But there are there are things going on out there for you to have your chance to have your American version of that. But it's not going to come to your doorstep, right? They're not going to come ask you to come outside and play. That's you right. have to get out. You have to get active. You have to put forth effort. Uh, all right, here action, we go. Action, action, action. Right, one hundred percent. Yeah, well, action, and you know, action, action. number we, one, exactly, bro. Action. That's what we were talking about when the guys were over here the other night. We were talking about cult of personality, and one of my guys was like, "Well, I mean, you could say the same thing about Christ or Hitler." I was like, "No, no, you can't, because the difference between Christ and Hitler and Mussolini and these guys who could, who they will argue had cult of personalities uh, centered around them, is they had action behind their rhetoric." Right? It was not dry rhetoric. It wasn't uh, a cult of personality based on flair and empty promises and uh, you know bombastic uh, theater that had no action behind it. Right? While there was some bombast and there was some uh, dramatic speaking, there was action that followed those things. Right? And that's what made those people worthy of their uh, flock, right? for back, lack right. of a better term. That's how um, you earn it. Yeah, through action. That's how you earn it. Yep. And 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 when you know when you're being opposed heavily that you're doing the right things. Yep. So. Yep. That's it right there. Uh, take the most. You know, I've there's two different versions of that that I really like. It's obviously the one that everybody's heard is uh, you take the most heat when you're over the target. And another one that I really really like was told to me by uh, one of the guys I work for, one of my bosses. He was like, you know, I was going through some rough times. And uh, he pulled me to the side and he was like, you know, John, um, the devil never comes after you when you're on his side. Right? The mm. devil, Satan never tempts you when you're already on his side. He has no need to. He only comes after the righteous. Right? And it goes the same thing for the Jews. Right? The Jews aren't going to come after you if you're on their side. They're only going to come after the ones that actually pose a threat to them. That's right. That's right. That's right. And if you, you know, uh, a complete identity is very important, you know, knowing who you are. And that's that, that's why our ideology can help a lot of people. Um, people talk about the, the, the self-help stuff, right? So self-help attached to like what we do as a draw for like they think we're recruiting, but we're really just allowing white men, European men to complete their perception of themselves, their identity, right? Because it's denied to them. And um 
it's, it's really beautiful. It's really healthy. It's great to see, but it's super positive. So I'm glad that somebody like Jesse Waters looks at that and gives us like gives us some some positive attention. Some recognition. Yeah, that that is recognition. You know, and that's one of those situations where the statement that uh, there's no such thing as like bad publicity is actually true. The, you know, that's not actually a universally true statement, but in this case, it actually was right. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, it'll yeah. continue to be that way. You know, um, they, as long as they keep pushing this, this, it's it's one of the really great things that we can just fly in in their face, like to the point where Fox News couldn't even resist using it, right, to own the libs, right. So it's like you know, it's nice to see that trend as well. If they're usually willing to do that, maybe maybe that's the be of some sort of trend. It'd be nice. Sorry, I was vaping. Being irresponsible. No, no, uh, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'd be nice. But like, no, that's that's the thing, yeah. man. That's what people don't understand. That's another thing. You know, I actually really um like you know, yeah, I mean that's not a bad way. I look up to the things that Rob Rundle has said. That guy, for being mm. as young as he is, has a lot of wisdom. Uh I see a lot of similarities between he and I. He's a street kid too. You know what I mean? So he gets it, right? Mm. He understands what's going on out there. And uh that's something he talked about when when he was talking about back in the day when he was doing those little uh, Rise Above videos. He was talking about how they would do, like, you know, recruiting, if that's what you want to call it. And he was like, there is no, like, real recruiting. We just see a guy who looks like a, a normal white dude. Like, hey, you want to come work out? They work out with him for a fucking few times. They had a book club thing. They would do the book club. Hey, you want to come do our book club thing, too? Then they read some books, and they talk to him about how he feels about those books. And then you start... You know what I mean? Once a guy learns to trust you and he realizes you're not a fucking psychopath or some schizophrenic lunatic, these ideas yep. sound better coming from like someone they see as normal. Like, oh, this is just a normal family guy just like me. You know what I mean? Absolutely. And it's a lot easier to, to, to start blending these, these ideas into them and, start, like, and letting them see that, like, no, dude, this isn't what you think. This isn't what you've been told. This is what it really is. Because like I've said before, man, people have to realize that your average white person in America and in and, and the world, really, for that matter, your average white person associates racism with criminal violence. And it's not that. That's the term racism that these Jews have made. They have, they have intentionally attached it to criminal violence, right? Violent criminal crime. You know, dragging niggers behind trucks and Emmett Till and all this dumb shit, right? Uh, so they have this immediate knee-jerk revulsion to it. But when they realize you're a normal dude and, like, you treat people with respect, you know what I mean? You don't walk by and like spit on the ground and like scream nigger every time you see a black person. You just choose to be around your own people and you know what's best and most healthy for all peoples is to be separate, right? They start to be able to accept these things a lot easier, right? It's not so abrasive. It's not so shocking. It's not so off-putting when it comes from someone you've built a bond with and you know is not a fucking lunatic, right? So it's very it's important. Crucial. Huh? That's crucial. It's crucial. Yeah, it's very, very important to not uh, meet, impose yourself on people in a spurgy way, right? Like, that's the reason I get away with saying the wild shit I get away with saying on job sites. Because people generally, generally like me, you know what I mean? Or they can't fucking stand me because I'm boisterous, right? I'm a very, I'm just like I am on, like, this is me, guys, you know what I mean? Just with a silly mask on. Uh, so. Like, either people get irritated by me because I fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like, I'll walk by painters and be like, bro, don't do that. You know what I mean? Like, you can't paint that. Like, I'll fuck with them. You know what I mean? Like, I fuck with people all day. So either you really like me and you just kind of, like, laugh about the insane shit that I say sometimes. 
or people just stay the fuck away from me because you know what I mean they ain't gonna whoop me. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> so <laughs> like either like me or stay the fuck away because you ain't gonna whoop me, bud. Yeah. Uh, and, and that's that's natural law, right? That's that's a man holding a man's position. Right? That's it. Yeah. And forcing people to react to us. And if we don't develop into that, you know, Ron Rundle is a great example. Um, you know, we have all kinds of great examples, um, healthy ones. You know, Arnell. Arnell was on uh, on uh, with you. Dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, Verbo. Like, we have just unbelievable guys, you know, that people can pay attention to. Coach Finstock. Like, all kinds of dudes, man. Like, and it's, and it, these guys are masculine guys. You know, they're, they're, they're benevolent and masculine and, it's great. It's great and healthy, and people are going to respond to this in in the in the in the best kind of way. And that needs to be like brought out into the world in the public space, as you say, and just like repped for, and just people let people know by your presence and, and stuff like that. You can be caring and 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 all that stuff. People people feel the the sincerity of it. You know, they feel the authenticity, and they 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 want it. Their their biology betrays them. Nature betrays them. You know, no matter what their ideology is. 100%. And, you know, to speak a little further on motherfuckers not whooping shit, uh, this is from the AP. We will smash you. <laughs> we will smash you. The Dropkick Murphys feud with neo-Nazis. The Dropkick Murphys are hitting back at a neo-Nazi group that used one of the rock band's songs in a video posted to social media. Hey, maybe we'll be able to watch it on here. Uh, rowdy rockers from Boston condemned the use of their song The Boys Are Back in a tweet, while the band's attorney sent a cease and desist letter to the group, as well as to the platform that shared the video. So they sent it to Odyssey as well. <laughs> fucking baggage. Yeah. After calling them losers, yeah, they're fucking dipshits. We're going to show a picture of these fat faggots here in a minute. Uh, fucking old, dude. Like, I'm yeah. saying that, and they're old. Yeah, they're old and, and feeble and weak. <laughs> uh, after calling them losers, the band wrote, stop using our song for your little dress-up party video. We will smash you. In a response from a tweet, who a man confronted the group at South Boston St. Patrick's Day Parade last weekend. About a dozen mass members of the group, known as NS131 National Socialist Club, attended Sunday's parade as spectators and held up banners that say, keep Boston Irish. Their appearance was denounced by the parade's organizers and Mayor Michelle Wu. That's the mayor of fucking Boston. Like the Irish capital of the United States. The mayor is named Michelle fucking Wu. Not only is it a bitch, it's a chink bitch. Like Jesus fucking Christ, man. Look Look at these Chad fucking motherfuckers right here, huh? Look at that. They're legends, bro. They're they legends. really are, man. Hell, 131, dude. Those guys are doing great fucking work. Uh, I, I really just can't say anything bad about those guys, man. They are really kicking ass right now. They really are. Uh, I mean, I really Shout out to all these guys, man. They're doing great, yeah, amazing Great talk. work, man. Y'all are doing God's work, man. And thank you. I wish I had a video. I wish I could find that video. It's so good, man. It's so good. But yeah, man. Uh, we might be so, able to get. I was. I was saying that before. Sorry to interrupt you. We might be able to get, uh, get one of those guys on. I was talking to a few guys today, and uh, maybe in uh, next week or something like that. We'll be that would be fucking amazing. Before. They're welcome yeah. on any time. So whenever they've 100%. got time, yeah, they've got an open invite for sure. Uh, 
So yeah, guys, the Jews kvetch so fucking hard uh, that even these, uh, and that's another thing. You know, this is very similar to uh, the guy from Fox News doing the fascist fitness thing, right? Now, people who never heard of NS131 are going to be like, wait, who the fuck are these guys? And guess what? Guess what they're going to see? They're going to get to see a video of about, you know, what, 10 to 15 chad-ass white boys go to a commie book fair where the commies had just tweeted like an hour before that they're ready to like bash Nazi skulls or some shit like that. And you know what they do? They show up and uh, let's just say they make their presence known. And when people see that, they're going to go ape shit and they're going to want to know who these guys are and how do we, how do I get to do that, right? Watch. What they're doing is they're shooting themselves in the foot, man. They're shooting themselves in the foot. Uh, knowingly or unknowingly. You know, this may be some situation where these fucking kikes think they have some master stroke plan, but it's going to blow up in their face. It's going to blow up in their fucking face. When white men, when white men have decided on violence, they make the fucking earth shake. When white men commit themselves to violence, they re-fucking write, they, they redraw maps. You understand what I'm saying? They change the, ge- the geography of this fucking earth. So they better be careful what the fuck they're doing, man. We're going to go to break real quick, guys, and we'll see you on the other. Uh, did you have something you want to say on the way out of here, Bubba? Not at all, man. That was beautiful. All right, guys. We're going to go to break. I'm going to run and grab something to drink. And on the other side of the break, we're going to talk about some absolutely insane shit. We'll see you all in a minute, family. Thank you all very much for being here. Revenge against the wicked world that tried to clip my fucking nuts off Cause kicking wiggy raps takes me back to puffing grass and bumping N.W.A. in the way to hate the Aryan race class My blood boils up thinking about when the snake was coiled up And venom runs quicker through my veins into my vicious fangs Filled with hellish hatred you can see me dancing with the flames How I get with nothing left to lose and all the shit to gain Refuse to be ingrained in submission and play the stupid games Who's to say the youth couldn't do the same and use the pain to motivate them Push the revolution to a total state of mayhem all the while Quoting Uncle Neighbor Batum I'll be a threat until the government issue both at birth through me, shit, my mother committed an act of terrorism by giving birth to me. Listen to this a couple of times and memorize the lines. And when it's time to come and see me live, then you can sing the words to me. You can sing the words to me. Yeah. The words to me. You can sing 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 the words to me. All I ever wanted was power, and now I got it. I used to fear the punishment, now I don't give a fuck about it. Feeling like a million bucks, and I'm about to set fire to the pile. Money loving ain't the style, cause all I ever wanted was power. But now I got it I used to fear the punishment Now I don't give a fuck about it Making sick jams with revolutionary violent plans Teacher told me that I'm going far Damn right I am I won't make no qualms about it anymore I'm ready for war Simply itching just to waste a wicked politician Horde to sensitize him Made into a psychopath So I don't mind to gas him Or to line him up to blast him with a couple casts Spit sharper than a glass shard But rap's got me out of more hard line than back then And I ain't backing out I thought that I was done But deep down I knew I'd be back I died and rose again as Hans Landa with the ski mask Complete and total man Maniac, radical, actual, Nazi, not grammatical, trespassing at the capital, march on Rome to make it Rome again, start a pine tree riot, screaming, by God, we'll have our home again. Every time I last shot, it's out of fear of losing what's dear to me, the beast I got a slay is clear to me, what a world, what a time, what a life, what you gonna do, I expect nothing but the best of every one of you. Every one of you, every one of you, I expect nothing but the best of you. 3.0, every one of you, world of rise, hail victory, I expect 
I ever wanted was power and now I got it I used to fear the punishment, now I don't give a fuck about it Feeling like a million bucks and I'm about to set fire to the pile Money loving ain't the style cause all I ever wanted was power and now I got it I used to fear the punishment, now I don't give a fuck about it Making sick games with revolutionary violent plans Teacher told me that I'm going far, damn right I am First off this cut is dedicated to any nationalist in the world ready to stand shoulder to shoulder with me and suffer for the cause. Second off, this cut is dedicated to the brothers who helped me along the way to be able to do what I'm doing right now. Third and most importantly, this cut is dedicated to the dream of finding our people a city of bricks and leaving them a city of marble. Salvete sonatas papalus romanos. All I ever wanted was power, but now I got it. I used to fear the punishment, now I don't give a fuck about it. Feeling like a million bucks, and I'm about to set fire to the pile. Money loving ain't the style, cause all I ever wanted was power, but now I got it. I used to fear the punishment, now I don't give a fuck about it. Making sick games with revolutionary violent plans. Teacher told me that I'm going far, damn right I am. What's up, family? We are back. Uh, sorry, damn that through. What were you saying, Boba? Oh, nothing, man. I just posted in a couple of chats. Oh, right. On. Yeah, we're back, family. I was just realizing that I didn't even tell anybody we were live. <laughs> I never uh sent out the notification. Uh, so let me get that done real quick, guys, and then we'll get on to it. Um, like that one. There we go. All right. Sweet. Sorry about that, guys. Now we're back at it. Uh, Yeah. I hope y'all liked the video. Hope you liked the new No Face Nate. I mean, it's new to me. I think it was put out like four days ago that I saw. I uh, really like what those guys... Man, I, I gotta tell you, man. I gotta be honest. I really like uh everything those guys are doing over at Media Life. I've always been a huge uh fan, I guess, what those guys do, man. So yeah, I hope y'all liked the break. Uh... On the other side of the break, here now that we're uh, past the, the halfway point, we are going to talk about some interesting shit, guys. Some shit that uh, I had never heard of. I was talking, I was going to uh, started to talk about this earlier, but I got sidetracked, as I usually do. Um, I heard about this, and I told WhiteTuber and them that I had heard about it on uh, Chapo Trap House, because I listened to that shit, right? I listened to Chapo Trap House. I listened to... Uh, like, uh, The Last Negroes of Harvard. That's a podcast you can find on Spotify. I listen to The Short Coats, which is a bunch of uh, leftist uh, medical students that talk about, like, microaggressions and, like, minorities and how they deal with them in the medical field and shit. Uh, I listen to the last podcast on the left. I listen to Tinfoil Hat with Sam Tripoli. Shit like that, right? I listen to all these other things to, to hear what the enemy's talking about, right? Uh, that shit interests me, and it also... I'm never blindsided by the bullshit they come up with. You know what I mean? What's up, JP3D? Thanks for stopping in, brother. Um, stay plugged in, man. Yeah, staying plugged into what's going on, uh, you know what I mean? And, and, and knowing how the enemy's thinking and what they're talking about, what's relevant to them at the time, right? And I think it might have actually been on uh, Tinfoil Hat where I heard about this, but this is the, uh, forgive my pronunci pronunciation of this, but the Guanji. 
Cultural Revolution Massacre. A while back, me, and matter of fact, it's actually kind of serendipitous that you ended up on this sh uh, coming to start co-hosting with me on this show. Because last time, I think this actually was the last time you were on, you and John Nada and I, we talked about Mal's Cultural Revolution a little bit. We were talking about the the how we were seeing the new iteration of the cow demons and snake spirits. We talked about the four olds. And and a bunch of different things from, from Maoist China, how they would have the Red Guard go in and beat the shit out of Buddhist monks and smash up Shaolin temples and shit like that because they saw Kung Fu and all of those things as an old way of life that they were trying to destroy and get rid of to make way for the Great Leap Forward. Uh, you, can't, you can't leap forward if you're stuck in the past, right, was kind of the uh, idea there. Uh, Holocaust, I am talking to my good friend, Akila. He used to be go by Akila the Eagle. Uh, but yeah, that's who's on with me. He'll be on with me uh, for the foreseeable future, hopefully. Um, so yeah. yeah the, what's up, Bubba? Hey, it was Holocaust. Oh, yeah. Uh, one second, guys. You know, I'm just I'm just chiming in here and there, just little things. I'm not right, trying to right I'm on. not trying to go off. All right, I'm back, guys. Uh here we go. So this is a very unique thing, right? Because oftentimes, uh when he I shouldn't say oftentimes because it's actually not true, but like for me as a white guy, when I think of cam cannibalism, I think of like a situation, either niggers, right, or just savage niggers who eat people for the, because that's what they do, or a situation like in Russia where they were starving so bad they just started eating people because they were fucking starving, right? They would eat the animals and then they would eat people as they died, right? Uh, in China, however, during the Cultural Revolution, these chinks just decided they were going to start eating people. <laughs> they just decided that was like a good idea. There was no... Uh, they weren't starving, right? There was no mass starvation going on when this happened. They just decided for some reason to start fucking eating people. And they would like serve these people at like markets and all kinds of crazy shit. So this is known as the Guanji Massacre, the Guanji Cultural Revolution Massacre, a series of events involving lynching and direct massacre in Guanji. The official record shows the estimated death toll is at 100,000 to 150,000. Methods of slaughter included beheading, beating, live burial, stoning, drowning, boiling, disemboweling, and in certain, including Wuhan County, right? Is that Wuhan or is that Wuzan? W Maybe that's Wuzhuan. Yeah, let me go back here and make it big. See if everybody else can see it. It's, it's spelled, uh, I don't want to be lying here and calling it Wuhan. I don't know. It's uh, spelled W-X-U-A-N, County, and Wuming District. Massive human cannibalism occurred, even though no famine existed, according to public public records available. At least 137 people, perhaps hundreds more, were eaten by others, and at least thousands of people participated in the cannibalism. Other researchers have pointed out that 421 victims who could be identified by names were eaten, and there were reports of cannibalism across dozens of counties in Guangxi. So here's my thing with shit like this. You don't know how many people they fucking ate. All right, let's be real here. You do not, especially back then in China during the Cultural Revolution, you don't know how many fucking people those fucking bug 
for fucking insects people slaughtered and ate. You have no fuck the the podcast. I don't know if they're gonna get to this in uh, this this Wikipedia thing that we're reading. But the thing that I was listening to talked about how these Red Guard members would just go snatch motherfuckers up off the street, shoot them in the fucking head, and drag them into these markets, hang them up in these fucking markets like on meat hooks, and then like people would come in and they could pick their favorite cut of human meat. Like, oh, I want the back strap off that motherfucker. You know what I mean? And shit like that. So, like, with shit like that going down, and it being so, them being so flippant with it, and it being so readily available, and people knowing which fucking cut of human meat they want, there's a lot more than, what, 137 people? Fuck you. There's a lot more than 137 people fucking slaughtered and eaten. If it got so fucking prevalent that people knew which cut of human meat they wanted, there was more than 137 people killed, bud. There's more than what was this? There was more than 421. I guarantee fucking it. 100%. It's, it's disgusting. And I mean, they can't, these people don't get numbers, right? They don't get statistics, right? There's no way for them to know what happened out, out there. They're, this if, if At best, it's what they found. Right, at best, yes, that's what they found. Exactly, the people ate ate these these people. What did they do with the bones? They probably used it for broth, all the kinds of disgusting things. You yeah, know, so. well, broth and like God knows what they crushed it up and put it. You know what I mean? Like they do all. Yeah. There's no telling what these weird. These are the same people who like crush up the bones of like tiger dick. You know yeah. what I mean? And like drink it in tea because they think it makes them more fertile and weird shit like that. Right? These are those people. These are fucking weird. Uh, it's it's a weird thing. It's like they had, this is what is is kind of actually a little bit scary about chinks is they have the savagery of niggers, but they're kind of smart, right? I reject the idea that, that chinks are like these high IQ uh, geniuses. I, I just reject that. I think they may be very good uh, at like math, maybe. I don't even know how true that is. But uh, they're smarter than, like, niggers or Mexicans, right? They're smarter than South American. They're smarter than those south of the border, right? Let's just be honest here. There's something going on there. Once you get below that fucking line there, shit starts getting a little weird. Uh, Yeah, I kind of see them as biological collectivists, though. I don't see – they're like lemmings. They don't do things, like, alone. When when things happen in – especially in China, they happen in very large groups, seems. Like, they're very susceptible to, like – mass hysteria more than it seems to be here there's like they, they lack individualism it seems just they're like like, bi- like biologically you know they're like piranha <laughs> yeah. you know what i mean yeah, whereas, they're like yeah, piranha blacks are extremely individual blacks are like like just like the ultimate individual they cannot collectivize at all we, we kind of fall into that balance but yeah the piranhas yeah just just like 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 little insect people like bug people yeah, they, where they, at, at some degree, they can, like, move together as a school and they can function and flow smoothly. But the moment one of them engages in chaos, it's just like, <sighs> they're just attacking, you know what I mean? Like, you know, the piranha, they're, like, swimming beautifully in the school. They're going through the river. They're, like, going over the lowest parts in the stream where there's white cats. And they're just, you know, living a beautiful fish life. And then, like, a piece of meat falls in the water. And then it's just absolute fucking chaos. <sighs> Like the water's boiling. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. Yeah, uh, it's like they're, they're, they're wild. They're like it, these stories. Are, it's it's crazy, and and you and you hear it. Like the worst aspects of people come out under communism. 
it re it's a removal of all of the healthy constraints, especially through that like revolutionary period. And the, the, you were trying to contrast it a little bit with, uh, with fascism, you know, and there's some fascists like Marinetti who believed uh, something not unsimilar to what you described about, um, you know, you can't uh, bring things into the future if you're stuck in the past, right? But it, it, it's really an inversion right, the, the, the way that they went about it versus how, how it's, it's expected to, to, be, to be done under fascism. Well, I don't want to get too far into the weeds on that just yet uh, because I want to finish talking about this uh, slaughter real quick. But the reason we're going to get in the difference between fascism and communism is to, is to set them apart so people who may not understand why there are why there is a legitimate critique of capitalism to be had without being marxist right there are there are separations there that matter right there are separations between fascism and communism that fucking matter yes fascism advocates for a planned economy yes fascism advocates for a strong state with heavy government regulation but they still allow for free enterprise. They still allow for private property and other things. But we're going to get into that in here in just a minute. And I'm going to read things off to kind of prove these points, right? But uh, getting to back to this fucking disturbing uh, Guangxing massacre uh, gives us brief history. Uh, in 66, Mao uh, launched a cultural revolution. Uh, two factions gradually formed among the troops and civilians in Guangxing. One faction known as the United Headquarters unconditionally supported uh, Wai Guangying, or whatever the fuck this guy's name is, the chairman of the Guangxing and high-ranking CCP official to direct the revolution in Guangxing, while the other faction known as 442 or 4.22, yeah, 4.22, opposed such unconditional support, asking Wei to do self-criticism first. Uh... Clashes and violent struggles between the two factions, uh, along with massacres, soon took place. Uh, methods of killing. In the massacre, methods of slaughter including beheading, beating, live burial, stoning, drowning, boiling, group slaughter, disemboweling, digging out hearts, livers, genitals, slicing of flesh, blowing people up with dynamite. <clears throat> Excuse me, one second, guys. One fucking second. All right, here we go. Uh, in one case, according to official records, a person had dynamite bound to their back and was blown up into other pieces by other people. In another case, in 1968, a geography instructor named Wu Shufang was beaten to death by students at a middle school. Her body was carried to flat stones on the Quion River where another teacher was forced at gunpoint to rip out her heart and liver. Her heart and liver. Back at the school, pupils barbecued and consumed the organs. So they literally had students beat a fucking teacher to death, drag this fucking teacher to a river, another teacher cut out its heart and organs, and then, and then take those back to school to barbecue and feed to the children. <laughs> like, fucking oh, hell, man. Whoa. Jesus fucking Christ, man. <laughs> that's wild. That's wild. That's, 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 anim that's just animalistic. I'm surprised to hear that. Usually that comes that kind of stuff comes out of Africa or something. 
Right, exactly. That's what kind of took me aback about it. Like just the open and insane, and and the fact that there was no famine. Right, these people weren't starving. This was just brutality. This was just raw fucking brutality. But dude, this is a side effect of fucking communism, dude. Com- like you were just saying earlier, how communism really does bring out the most nasty uh, qualities in people. It really does bring out the worst in people. That is because of the ideas in communism, right? It is a destructive force, right? When Mussolini spoke of fascism, he spoke of it as a spiritual and a religious structure to raise men to the highest version of himself, right? To, To respect and honor traditions and religions that got us to where we are today, right? To respect and honor the sacrifice and work that your ancestors did to build your to build your nation meaning your people, meaning your blood, to what it is today, right? Communism is the exact opposite of that. Communism wants to come in and destroy everything. It is a part of the fucking ideology. Uh, Karl Marx, here we go, five things Karl Marx wanted to abolish other than private property. Let's get into this. The family. Marx admits that destroying the the family is a thorny topic, even for revolutionaries. Abolition of the family, even the most radical, even the most radical flare-up at the infamous proposal of the communists, he writes. But he said opponents of this ideal fail to understand a key fact about the family. On what foundation is the present family, the bourgeoisie family, based? On capital and on private gain. It is completely developed to form it, it is a completely in its I'm sorry, excuse me, in its completely developed form. The family exists only among the bourgeoisie. Best of all, abolishing the family would be relatively easy once the bourgeoisie property was abolished. The bourgeoisie family will vanish as a matter of course when its complement vanishes, and both will vanish with the vanishing of capital. Basically, what he's saying is make people so fucking poor they can't afford to have a family. We have to destroy the fucking family. Uh, here he wants to destroy individuality, which, you know, uh, <laughs> uh, says Marx believed individuality was antithetical to egalitarianism, and he envisioned, therefore, the individual must be swept out of the way and made impossible. Uh, here's another one that's very, very similar to Mao's uh, abolishing of what he called the four olds, the abolishing of, abolishing, excuse me, of eternal truths. Marx did not appear, appear to believe that any truth existed beyond class struggle. The ruling ideas of each age, this is a quote from Karl Marx, by the way. The ruling ideas of each age have ever been the ideas of its ruling class, he argued. When the ancient world was in its last throes, the ancient religions were overcome by Christianity. When Christians' ideas succumbed in the 18th century to rationalist ideas, feudal society fought its death battle with the revolutionary bourgeoisie. Uh, undoubtedly, it will be said that religious, moral, and philosophical juricidal ideas have been modified in the course of historical development, but religion, morality, philosophy, political science, and law constantly sur- survive this change. There, there are, besides eternal th- truths such as freedom, justice, etc., that, that are common to all states, but communism abolishes eternal truth. It abolishes... It abolishes all religion, all morality, instead of constituting them on a new basis. Therefore, it acts in contradiction 
to all past historical experiences. They literally strive to destroy your, your, your entire history. Everything your people were before they took power is erased. That's why you see them do what they do. They go and they smash Buddhist temples. They burn down churches. They rape and murder nuns and dig their bodies back up, right? That's the shit that happened in the Spanish Civil War. They were doing similar things in Germany. They were doing similar things in Italy. And they did the same fucking thing in this situation. Uh, number four, Marx wanted to uh, abolish nations. Communists, Marx said, are reproached to the seeking, I'm sorry, are reproached for seeking the abolition of countries. These people fail to understand the nature of the proletariat. Marx wrote, the working men have no country. We cannot take from them what they have not got. Since the proletariat must first acquire all political supremacy, he must rise to be the leading class of the nation and must constitute itself in the nation. It is so far itself national, though not in the bourgeoisie sense of the word. Furthermore, because capitalism, he saw hostilities, because of capitalism, he saw hostilities between the people of different backgrounds receding as the proletariat grew in power. Here's another quote from Marx. National defenses, differences, excuse me, and antagonism between peoples are daily more and more vanishing, owing the development of the bourgeoisie to the freedom of commerce in the world market, to the uniformity in the mode of production and the conditions of the correspond, course of life corresponding thereto. Number five, Marx also wanted to get rid of the past. Uh, in bourgeoisie society, Marx wrote, the past dominates the present. In, common, in communist society, the present dominates the past. That kind of is like uh, along the lines of what they say, uh, who controls the present, controls the past, and the future, right? right? So those are Marx's five things that he wanted to abolish other than private property. That's what a lot of people I, I don't think get as well. Like Marxism wasn't just like a critique of capitalism. It was an entire like life philosophy. And part of that life philosophy was the complete abolition of private property. You don't own anything. Everything is, is property of the commons. You can, you can rent things. You can have things, but they don't belong to you. If at any time they are the, the state or, or whoever wants to take them away from you, they can because you own nothing. Right? Karl Marx said that the entire Communist Manifesto could be summed up in one sentence. The abolition of private property. That is not a thing in fascism. In fascism, you can still own a business. You can still have free enterprise. You can still own land. Actually, land owning is, is encouraged in fascism. They want you to be a landowner. They want you to be an entrepreneur. They want you to be helping the nation, to be building up the nation along with yourself, to be building up your people along with yourself. Not to be tearing everybody down to this base level and, and, and throwing fucking peanuts at people. All right? Because that's, that's right. what... Con- that's what communism is, right? It is, is, is breaking everybody down to a, to, a, to a base level of poverty and then throwing them stipends just enough to, 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 be, to be fat and happy, right? Which in turn makes you hedonistic and miserable. That's right. Uh, the, the, you know, Oswald Mosley and uh, the, those 10 points uh, you had sent me, you know, he, he, he really opposes that in the section seven. We seek to build 
a Britain as far as possible, self-contained and an empire completely self-contained. We seek to create a great area of the earth with a far higher standard of civilization than prevails elsewhere, which is immune from the chaos of struggle and collapse. For this purpose, fascism will exclude foreign goods. Tariffs are useless because they tax the consumer without keeping our foreign goods, which are the product of cheap. Oh, did I lose you? Akila, I lost you, bro. Holy shit, guys. Well, we lost Akila, but since we'll wait for him to get back, and since he has brought up Mosley's... I'm back, bro. Sorry about that. No, you're fine. You want to finish up what you were saying, and then right after you're done, I want to read something from Mosley's 10 Points of Fascism as well. I don't, I don't, know, if my, I don't know if I'm going to be able to stay on the mic and read from the PDF, so um, that first part was pretty crucial. If, if you guys caught that first part of what I was saying, that's that was that was pretty much the best part of that little that little you know blurb from uh from the ten points. Yeah, I think we caught most of it. Uh, I, it was about maybe five or six seconds from the time I said I lost you from the time you came back in and said, "Oh, I'm back." So yeah, I think uh, we, got, we got that. Here is what I want to read from Oswald Mosley's Ten Points of Fascism. Let me make sure I'm on the right spot. Yeah, here we go. All right. Okay, here we go. Section five, the corporate state. This is a big thing you will hear uh, bad actors and retards say, right? They're the only two kind of people who say that. Bad actors being Jews and people who know better, right? They know they're lying. And retards. People who fail to understand that, like, words have different meanings, right? A corporation can be a huge conglomerate, a business, right? But it can also be used in the literal term, a cooperation, right? For a people to cooperate. So the corporatist state is explained by Oswald Mosley as this. Fascism solves the problem of unemployment. By, I'm sorry, unemployment and poverty by establishing the corporate state, which will be divided into national corporations governed by representatives of employees, or I'm sorry, employers, workers, and consumers operating under fascist government. The state will not attempt to conduct industry as it would under socialism. Instead, the state would lay down the limits within which industry may operate, and those limits will be national, will be the national welfare. Private ownership will be permitted and encouraged, provided such activity enriches the nation as well as the individual. All interests that operate against the nation will be rigorously suppressed, as they fucking should be. The function of the corporation will be to raise wages and salaries over the whole field of an industry as science, rationalization, and industry and industrial technique Increase the power to produce. Consumption will be adjusted to production. And a home market will be provided by the higher purchasing power of our own people. So yes, it will be a controlled market. But guess what? You already live in a controlled market. Free markets are a Jewish lie. You want to know how you know you live in a fucking uh, a, a controlled market? A planned economy? We can... We get banned from all these places, right? And they'll tell you, oh, hey, a corporation has that. They're not stifling your free speech. That's a private corporation. They can ban you all you want. But guess what? If I wanted to go start a fucking a Nazi uh, version of DLive, I wouldn't be able to. You know why? 
Banks wouldn't work with me, right? Payment process. I wouldn't be allowed to have credit card processing. I wouldn't be allowed to do the things necessary to function as a business. They shut you out of business, right? That is not what fascism does, right? That is not what fascism does. Uh, That's right. So, yeah, that is how the corporate state runs under fascism. It's not, it's not this, this faggy, retarded, dishonest, oh, well, fascism is capitalism in decay. No, it's not. No, it's not. And you know, either you're retarded or you're a fucking lying Jew. One or the other, because you know it's not. You know that when they say corporatism, they're not talking about letting the government be run by fucking fucking Dow Chemical, right? They're not going to talk about letting the country literally be ran by fucking McDonald's, right? They're not talking about letting corporations run the country. They're talking about cooperation in the literal sense and definition of the term. A cooperation between the government and the people of a nation to make the best outcome possible for all involved, for everybody in the nation, for all of your blood people, for all of your family, your extended family, your kinsmen, right? That's right. The 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 communist manifesto and what he's talking about doing the the effacement of culture it paves the way for capitalism right so then you get that duality that 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 anarcho tyranny that capitalism and communism that we live in now right well, so people think that right and they're moving towards that people think that the consumerism somehow and that the idea of freedom the freedom to to come and consume over the freedom to self-determine and, and associate right so um it is that right it, it, it the point of marxism was to pave the way for, for for capitalism for the banks to take control and i'll do all the things they did economically well that's and, literally and what com- towards yeah that's literally what communism is bubba that's, right. that's literally what it is right. communism is capitalism for the rich and subjugation for the poor that's why we're always saying they want to dissolve the middle class they don't want a middle class they want you renting shit from them and that's it. They do not want a middle class. They want you poor and subjugated and serving them. That's right. It's by design, you know. And, um, you know, referring back to Marinetti, it's the archaeofuturism, the idea that you carry our traditions into the future. Right. So the, 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 the notion that, that you would that you would even have a present or a past dominated one by one or the other is really that you have to find ways to um, integrate them together, right? To live in a present that's informed by the past and allow that to inform the direction of the future. And the constraints need to be racial. If they're not, we, we can't have any continuity around that. 100%. You know, uh, a while back, Dingo and I were doing, this is fucking years ago, Dingo and I were doing a show and I was kind of poking at him, just joking around because he was saying like, communism or i'm sorry fascism isn't a complete ideology and i was like yes it is and i knew what he was saying he's like no it's not and i was like yes it is he's just fucking with him right i knew what he was saying because it's not and and that's why when i talked like when i uh did the stardust debate and she asked me like what my ideology is i said racial fascism i said that very very intentionally right because i understand fascist ideology i've read a lot about it right i've read uh Mussolini, I've read Mosley, I've read Palomari, or however the fuck you say his name, I can't pronounce his name. I've watched tons of culture thug shit, right? Um, I am pretty well versed in fascism, and I know the shortcomings of fascism was that it lacked a racial angle, right? That's what, from what I understand, I haven't really looked a lot into actual 
national socialist ideology, right? I've listened to Mein Kampf a few times on audiobook. I have listened to uh, Nas, The Book of the Resurrection, which is like esoteric Hitlerism. And I've, I've, I've poked around on national socialism some, but I, I'm actually pretty well read and I understand fascism well. And I understand that's where it fell short. Now, other people will say that national socialism is racist, is racial fascism, but I'm not well versed enough in national socialism to say that. And then somebody, you know, I say that, oh, I'm a national socialist. And then somebody asks me about national socialism and then I look like an asshole. Because I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. You know what I mean? So that's why I stay, I stray away from saying I'm a national socialist. Not because like I have any aversion to national socialism. I'm just not well enough educated on the tenets and 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 more esoteric ideas behind national socialism, right? I am pretty fucking well versed on fashion, so I can talk about it if somebody presses me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh yeah. so that's why I I'm very fair. I'm sorry. I think that's fair. You know, um, um, I think the the issue that happened with with fascism in, in a lot of ways was that because of religion, it was pulled away from the racial element. So, like in Italy, the church ha- and kept an influence, and the monarchy kept a certain influence, and it pulled it away a little bit from the racial aspect. And you saw that in Spain as well. I was just Flandes about to say Spain. that. I was just yeah, about to say it's a very Spain similar stuff. thing in Spain, a hundred percent, bro. Yeah. Yep. yeah, and you see them now. Falange in Spain is totally like diverse. Like they're like. It's it's a little bit tough, um, but um, you, you know, in, in Germany, it was so national socialism was really German nationalism reimagined, and I think they did a better job by not allowing the church to have as much influence. Right, Hitler expected a lot of secularism, and I think you know, arguably, uh, his, his plan would have made, been to like have the culture sort of develop like a its own sort of religion. With like a Christian sort of Arab German. Yeah, Arab they had the they had German the positive Christianity. Christianity. Yeah, they had that positive Christianity, Christianity yeah, shit. Right. Yeah, uh, which right. is actually really See, interesting shit. Yeah, it's good. I mean, so like you know, uh, it, not, <laughs> I'm I'm always balking when Arianity comes up, but the the the, the point Arianity <laughs> would have been that it was uh, the, the imagined as the continuation, whatever he would have tried to do with it. But anyways, yeah. Um. So you, you know, they would have become something. The point there is that it would have become whatever. Oh, yeah, um, and this so, is something... But, I'm sorry, Bob, I didn't mean to cut you off. No, no, bad, go bro. ahead, please. No, no, that's said, good. You, you're there. This is one thing that really frustrates me. Um, people have gotten a hold of excerpts, or maybe some of them have read it themselves, this book. This book that I cannot stand. And it's called uh, Hitler's Table Talks or some shit like that. Or some, something like that. Not, Table yeah. Talk or some shit like that. And it's written by a guy who like says he talked to Hitler these are supposed to be supposedly private conversations that he had with Adolf Hitler or somebody had with Adolf Hitler and in this book he says like oh Adolf Hitler hated christianity and he thought it was the the downfall of the german people just all this nasty shit about christianity but then when you listen to hitler in his actual speeches he praises christianity over and over and over again he says we will not get rid of the founding religion of this country and these people right but he did say that he wanted Christianity to be more focused on like the Reich and the German nation and things like that, right? That's why they had positive Christianity. But he never spoke ill of Christianity, ever. Mm-hmm. Not publicly. And I don't believe yeah. some asshole who writes a book that alleges he had a private conversation with him, right? I could do it. Well, I mean, obviously I couldn't do that. But I could say, you know, oh, I had a private conversation with fucking fucking david duke and he said he just absolutely loves niggers and this is all just a fucking edgelord like i could say that but that doesn't mean it's real 
right? I could say that all the time, but then everything David Duke has ever said in public contradicts what I say. Who's going to look like that? You know what I mean? It's obvious that this guy isn't telling the truth because everything the guy said in public contradicts everything the guy said in his book. It's called Table Talk. It's bullshit. Terrible. Kaik wrote it? Uh, I don't think, I actually don't think he was Jewish. I don't. Mm. Uh, I forget who wrote it. I'm sure somebody, uh, The Rock says he just read that. Who wrote that, uh, Rock? Uh, Unum in Multis says it's by Bowman, but it was not published until Bowman's stuff was captured and combed through by the Allies post-war. Like the Goebbels diary, it's likely highly edited forgery that's useless academically. Right on. Yeah, I, I just, uh... oh, what's up, Ascot, bro? What's up, Bubba? Hey, yeah. what's up, man? I just, uh, you know, I mean, I, I am observant, right? That's, that's a big deal with me. Uh, I, I pay attention to a lot of things. And when I see something that contradicts a man's words, uh, I don't believe it, right? Like, if somebody is saying something over and over and they're consistent in their message and then some guy puts out a fucking article or a book that, that just contradicts every this, this dude's whole life work, I, I tend to not plug into that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah, uh, that's, that's a pretty good heuristic. Yeah, man. It's fucking ridiculous. And a lot of people hang on to that shit. You know what I mean? That's, that goes back. That's actually how the uh, conversation I was having with my pool party guys, the conversation about cult of personality, that's actually how that conversation comes up is... A lot of times, guys get, um, uh, how do I want to say this? So, I don't want to say, like, they fan out, but, like, somebody has, because here's the deal. Like, a lot of times. They get attached. Attached, attached but there's there's good reason behind, right? Because this person has said things enough times that spoke to their heart, right? This person has said things enough times they've been right. They've said things that, that, that have spoke to that person. So they kind of, you're right, get attached to them, right? And then that person can, everything that person says is right. And that's just not true for any human, right? That's not true for me. That's not for you, for, for, for you, Akilah. That's not true for anybody in the chat. That's not true for any human. Everything you say isn't always right. It's just not. You know what I mean? We're going, we're fallible, right? We're going to fuck up. We're going to say shit that doesn't really age well, right? And shit yeah. like that. Uh... That's something that they say that fascists don't acknowledge, but we do. And, and it's, it's, a, it's an unfair characterization, you know, um, and uh, it, it's, it's one of the ways that they, they try and attack us. It's a, it, and it's a small thing, but it's, a, it's like a morality thing. You know, like you guys are bad. It's not true. We, we're, we're quite benevolent. We want to consider the other people, the, the notion of the way that. That's what scares them the most. Yeah, that's it. They, right? That's what like scares nothing. them the most yeah. is that they know we want positive things for our people. We know we want our people to be more healthy mentally, spiritually, and physically. Right? But uh, what I was getting at is, uh, or what I, I guess I wasn't getting at, this, what I was saying is like when we were, the reason the cult of personality thing came up was talking about this, where like when people get so invested in, an, in a personality that nothing they can say is wrong, I was talking about Kazar theory. I believe Kazar theory. Fucking Jews admit it's true on the Jewish Daily Forward. 23andMe did a genetic test on them, that, and it came back that they fucking were uh, fucking Kazars. And 23andMe even released an article saying that these people were Kazars. And then after Jews started flipping out, 23andMe had to put another article out saying, oh, 
Well, we didn't mean to do that. Sorry. Kazar's has, Kazar theory has been proven historically and genetically. But because Kevin McDonald and David Duke don't believe in it, a lot of people just discredit it. Don't matter what you show them. Doesn't matter you show them article after article after article about Jews admitting that they come from the Khazar, Ashkenazi Jews admitting that they're Khazars. It doesn't matter when you show them the genetic testing that proves they're Khazars because the person that they're invested in said it, it's moot. Uh, same thing with this uh, table talk thing. People read this book, and because it's in a book, they think it's true. So when someone else tries to tell them, like, no, listen to what Hitler said himself, they just discredit it because, no, it's in this book, bro. It's in this fucking book, man. <laughs> it's in the book. Uh, so to juxtapose um, what I was, uh, what we was just reading about um, the four, oh, we didn't read the four olds. Let me read the four olds real quick. Uh, we just went through and showed the economic theory for fascism, right? A controlled economy that sets regulations over industry to... Uh, prevent Jewish usury, to prevent vulture capitalism, but still allows for private enterprise and private property, right? Still allows you to own a business, be prosperous, own your own shit, but you just can't fuck people over, right? That's the fascist economic model in a nutshell, right? That's a very uh, aloof summarization of it, but it's close enough for, for our purposes here, right? Uh, so next we're going to get into some cultural things, but first I want to read, uh, we just read the five things that, uh, Marx wanted to destroy or abolish other than private property. Now we're going to read the four olds right after I read off these two, uh, from Sunshine Sucks says, uh, oh shit, I fucked up there, didn't I? Sunshine Sucks sent 0.5 library coin. And I don't know what you said because it won't let me go back to it. Oh, you didn't say anything. You put a little emoji. Thank you very much for the library corn, brother. I appreciate it. Uh, the Rock sent me a dollar and said, what did you want to know, bro? Did I say I want to know something? I don't know. Sometimes I get to rambling, brother, and I forget what I've said. <laughs> uh, I think so we asked chat some before. Somebody else answered. Oh, yeah. I was wanting to know the guy's name who wrote Hitler's Table Talks. Yeah. That's right. Uh, so um, here we are. We just went through Marx's, the five things Marx wanted to abolish. Now, here are the what they called the four olds, the four things that Mao Zedong wanted to get rid of in China. Uh, the four olds were old ideas, old culture, old customs, and old habits. Right? So basically, destroying your, your people's history, destroying all of your traditions, destroying your religions, destroying your, your, your customs, right? The exact same shit that Marx wanted to do, right? Now, if we juxtapose that with fascism, this is directly from the doctrine of fascism. Uh, here, we'll just start from here. The conception is therefore a spiritual one, arising from the general reaction of the century against the materialistic positivism of the 19th century. Or I'm sorry, the 17th century, excuse me. No, that is the 19th century. I'm not good at Roman numerals. XIX, that's the 19th century, yeah. An anti-positivistic, -positiv but positive, neither skeptical nor antagonist or agnostic, neither pessimistic Hello, nor... 
Oh, hey, somebody. <laughs> we got a we got a Kofi dono. I will read that in just a second. Whoever sent that, thank you very much. Did it say nigger across the screen for you guys? Yes, it does. Awesome. <laughs> Amazing. Uh all right, here we go. Um, neither pessimistic nor supinely optimistic, as are, generally speaking, the doctrines, all negative, which place the center of life outside man, where, whereas by the exercise of his free will, man can and must create his own world. Fascism wants man to be active and to engage in all action with all his energy. It wants him to be manfully aware of the difficulties besetting him and ready to face them. It conceives of life as a struggle in which it behooves a man to win for himself a really worthy place. First of all, by fitting himself physically, morally, and intellectually to become the implement required for winning. As for the individual, so for the nation and so for mankind. Hence, the value of culture in all of its forms, artistic, religious, scientific, and the outstanding importance of education. Hence, also the essential value of work by which man subjugates nature and creates the human world, economic, political, ethical, and intellectual. The positive conception of life is obviously an ethical one. It invests the whole field of reality, reality, as well as the human activities which master it. Completely, it it is literally the antithesis to communism. Fascism is literally the fucking antithesis to communism. And that is a big reason why intellectual idiots don't understand the difference, right? Because there are a lot of Marx-ish critiques of capitalism and fascism. That's because a bunch of fascists were ex-Marxists, right? Mussolini used to be a Marxist before he realized the, the folly in those ideas, right? Uh, Hitler was never a Marxist, but he did kind of like read around and kind of, and you know, brush around on it a little bit, right? He was aware of these ideas. He knew what it was, right? Uh, a lot of ex, or I'm sorry, a lot of fascists were ex-Marxist, right? Um, That's right. It's because- The early socialists, sorry, the early socialists informed the uh, Marx, right? And, 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 and the doctrines of fascism as well. So it's two sides of a coin. Um, and there's a good one and a bad one. Well, I wouldn't say it's two sides of a coin. I would just say it's two opposing sides, right? Period. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. No coin yeah. involved. This is a clash of of racial identity, right? This is a clash of racial uh, bio spirit, <laughs> right? Yeah, you know, to that, take yeah that, that's, really, that's really correct. Yeah, absolutely. You know, yeah, Capitalism take... and communism being Jewish. It's just Judaism. Yes, and fascism right. being the true expression of 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 the Aryan uh, political and social mind, right? Absolutely. So it it truly Absolutely. is to to take a phrase from that faggot no white guilt. The 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 battle between Jewish capitalism and Jewish communism and Aryan fascism is literally a battle between bio spirits, right? It is a battle between the Aryan bio spirit and the Jewish bio spirit. It is a battle between the Aryan genetic strive to be great and the jewish genetic strive to 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 subjugate and make ugly everything right like i've said before the battle we're engaged in right now is a battle between good and evil 
Make no mistake about it. And at the crux of that battle is the battle between the Aryan and the Jew, right? That is the true battle between good and evil. Everybody else in this thing are like non-player characters, right? They're extras. They're cannon fodder. They don't matter. I know that sounds harsh, but like it's true. It's just like the other old saying, the other saying, like the only people who know what's going on in this world are, are you know, national socialists and fucking Jews, right? Sure. Everybody else is just a, a, an actor pawns. Tip. It's been like that. That's that's it's age old, you know, it's millennia is old. Holy and, shit! Um, I'm sorry, nice brother. Please go ahead. Up. What's up? No, I said please go ahead. I, I didn't mean to inter- no. inter- interrupt you, brother. No, no, not at all, man. Um, it's 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 uh, it's what it is. It's it's uh, it's it's always been this way, right? It's millennia old, age old. There's only there's only ever been one one, one battle one battle there. Yeah. yeah this is this is the this is the battle from the beginning of time right from Babylon to Babylon here in America this is the battle right you know Babylon never ended it just changed its position right now it's here in America um real quick thank you very much Mel I appreciate that the the big N on uh, Kofi. Um, and thank you very much, sis. I appreciate that. Night Nation Radio, thank you very much, Bubba. I really appreciate it. He said, I know everybody's fucking broke right now, but I'm giving support because I want you to keep going, Fastcroft. Thank you very much, brother. And, uh, yeah, that really does help because motherfuckers are broke. Broke as fuck. <laughs> I had to, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been fucking rough, man. Goddamn, you spend fucking 150 bucks a week on fucking gas, huh? Because, you know, we only got one vehicle, right? So... And we live kind of on the outskirts of the city. And I live, I work in the city, right? And my son goes to school in the country. So, like, our route is fucking wild. My, my wife literally drives, like, a fucking hour or so every morning just getting me to fucking work. It's over an hour, actually. Me to work and my son to school, right? So, like, we're burning through gas, having, you know, just one car and running everything. And then she has to do the same thing when he gets out of school. He gets out. And she has to come back and, you know, she does work from home. She doesn't get off till 4.30. And as soon as she gets off, she has to come and pick me up from wherever I'm at. It's fucking, it's a nightmare. So, yeah, man. Is that a full tank for you? Huh? Is that one full tank for you? Uh, No, it's a little over half a tank in one one roll, right? Yeah, a day is basically a full tank, yeah. We fill up every other day at least. At least every other day. Yeah. But, you know. I appreciate the, the, the donos for everybody. That shit really does help out. And I tried to make the Kofi at least fun, right? At least it says nigger. That's great. <laughs> Get something out of it. I love it. <laughs> Get I love something it. out of it. Uh, gas, gas is crazy these days, man. That's, I've been talking about gas for like three days, man. It's wild. I, I can't even fill up my truck with 160 bucks. Bro, my it's favorite. Canadian, but it's so crazy. My favorite meme right now. Uh, there's a meme going around and it's like a, a guy and it's like, uh, listen, friend, I know the world is very scary right now. And it zooms in on his face and like, but it's going to get a lot worse. <laughs> like, dude, uh, shit's going to get rough, man. Um, I'm no geopolitics. Listen, guys, y'all know this. I've said it a million times. I don't know. I'm not an expert on geopolitics, but here's my, my personal opinion. Uh, I don't think Ukraine's giving up anytime soon. And I sure as fuck don't think Putin is going to let Ukraine give him a bloody nose, right? So I don't see that war ending anytime soon. 
I hope it does. Lord knows I hope it ends tomorrow. I'm tired of seeing white men die for Jewish intramural, war, intramural wars. I'm tired of it. But I don't think it's going to end anytime soon. And the longer this thing goes on, the harder it's going to get, man. So, guys, please take care of yourselves. Look out for one another. Uh, check on people's mental health, right? Just check on your friends, right? Send the motherfucker a DM. Make sure their, their head is in the right spot, right? Uh, make sure they're okay. See if they need help with anything. If people are in bad enough uh, situations, let me know. I'll see if we can put something together to get some money together for them. Like these times, the times like this and the times that are coming are when we need each other the most. That is why community building and white social support networks are so important. Because of the times, like the times that are coming, in front, coming up here in these next couple of years. You know, I told my buddy that I work with today, he's, uh, he and I ride together all the time. Uh, I've been on a job site this past, oh, seven, eight months or so. But we wrapped up one job site and we're in between jobs, so I went back on the service truck. So I've been riding with myself. That's what I actually like to do. My favorite kind of work is uh, electrical service work, troubleshooting and shit. But um, uh, we were riding with him today, and I was like, you know, people really got to get this through their head. Like, from, from right now, from today... It's not going to get better for a long time. Right now, today, right here, is as good as it's going to get. And it's only going to continue to get worse from here on out, man. And just, I hope everybody prepares themselves mentally for that uh, and physically and spiritually. That's why I always say it's so important to be in a good place mentally, physically, and spiritually. Because those things have to work together to make you healthy, to make you able to persevere, to make you able to push through those moments when you want to give up, to be able to fight those battles of attrition that push you through and make you great. That's what you need, man. You need to be in balance, man. So You still there? Couldn't, agree more. Yeah. Couldn't agree more, brother. Oh, yeah. It's, well, uh, uh, go ahead, brother. Gospel. It's gospel, man. It's gospel. We preach it. We preach it all the time. Got to be, gotta be ready on the inside first. Absolutely, brother. Well, man, Bubba, we made it through here. Uh, we got oh, yeah. two hours in the bag. Guys, I'm very... Oh, Chihuahua, thank you very much for that. And he starts the end tower with a dollar. Thank you very hey, much, Chihuahua. Bubba. I really appreciate that, man. That shit does really help a lot, guys. I really do appreciate it. Um, Anything you want to say on the way out of here? We got through all the content. Uh, we just had some like silly videos, but that was just bottom of the stack shit. So we got through all the uh, important shit. Anything you want to say on the way out of here? Yeah, dude, real quick, um, I just want to shout out um, all the lads at Fascist Fitness. I can't believe the work that's happening over there. It's so awesome to see. Um, I won't roll down the whole list of names, but um, love you guys. Just keep it up. Um, crew out here, my crew, and uh, everybody down in Houston and everything like that. Um, so God bless everybody. AD. Yeah, man. Absolutely, bro. Huge, huge shout out to the guys at Fascist Fitness. Huge shout out to the guys at National Socialist Club. Uh, huge oh, yeah. shout out to the guys at Patriot Front. Huge shout out to everybody who's out there laying it all online. You know, before we go, one more thing. Something I was talking to my buddy about again today. You know, we just this is we this is how we talk right in the truck when we ride together. And I was telling him, you know, we were talking about Mike and them and the National Justice Party. I was kind of showing him some speeches from the last one and just kind of showing them what's going on with them. And uh, I was talking about, you know, we were talking about doxing and the dangers uh, we face as political dissidents. And I was like, you know, a lot of people fucking forget that they kill political dissidents. 
right? Sure. Jews kill political dissidents. Uh, George Lincoln Rockwell, uh, Malcolm X. I mean, I know he's a nigger, but he still spoke to Jewish. He he challenged Jewish power. That's why they killed that nigger, right? Tessak, uh, Tessak, you know, a Tessak out in Russia is yeah. a great example. You know, Putin's killing National Socialists the last twenty years out there. Um, we, so the, the guys in Ukraine, you know, a lot of the guys that, that, that are fighting against Russia right now, those guys are Russian national socialists that escaped from Russia. So, you know, uh, Dennis Nikitin, specifically White Rex, like, I wouldn't be doing what I'm doing without Dennis Nikitin. Dude, so I encourage, I encourage everybody to get out and just listen to, sorry, John, I encourage everybody, everybody to get out and listen to Dennis and his channel and hear what he has to say because he's got something important and, and a little different to say, so. And all I was going to say, I'm just agreeing with you to the fullest, and I'm sorry for interrupting yeah, you, brother. Yeah, of course. But, no, not a lot, not a lot. Um, here's one thing I do want to say. Regardless of your want or need or desire to have a hot take, regardless of your knee-jerk impulses to be contrarian and like uh you know support this this system that's fighting against NATO and all this shit. What people need to realize is we actually have our guys, national socialists that are in our circles with their boots on the ground fighting for Ukraine and they deserve prayer and they deserve support, man. The guys at White Rex are actually out there fighting. True. They're out there on the ground. And I think you need to maybe check yourself a little bit if you have the balls to disrespect a man who lays it all on the line like that. All right. So uh, God bless. Money. God bless White Rex. I hope he makes it home safe. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, stay frosty, my guy. Stay fucking frosty out there, man. Um, Absolutely. But uh, yeah, guys. Um, yeah. Take care of yourselves, man. Get yourselves ready for the coming storm. You know, uh, the Q-Tars never said a fucking thing right, but one thing they were right about is there is a fucking storm coming. It just Trump ain't the head of it, right? <laughs> there's gonna be some yeah, fucking hook. There's gonna be some hook nose spinning around like a tornado. <laughs> yeah, and if people think that we don't have enough savage type people in North America to commit some foul things, if things get, if the demographics get out of control, like think again, right? So we best pony up before that we get that far with things. We best get our shit straight. Um, and I think that's coming. I think everybody's got their, you know, everybody that, that I see is doing things that are moving in the right direction. So God bless everybody putting that effort for yeah. yeah, 100%. And speaking to uh, people in North America, being able to tear shit up, uh, one of the other things that I said I'd never forget from that thing uh, where the Patriot Front guys were speaking, one of the guys there was reading a book, and it was a book, I think it was actually a journal written by a British soldier. Or at least this this excerpt that he was re reading was from what I believe was the journal of a British soldier, and they were talking about fighting the the whites, the Appalachian in the Appalachians, right? And they said that the Appalachian whites were more savage and brutal fighters than than the natives, than the Indians, right? So don't ever forget that white men can be feral. Like I said earlier, man, when white men put their feet down. They make the fucking earth tremble. As always, guys, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Get active. The Jew fears the active club. One people, one struggle. God bless y'all family. Fuck you.
Fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out! Keep your rifle 